Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is July the 16th. 2020 strong hand long-term thinking bitcoin is next bitcoin apex predator one day closer to an all-time high offended by selling unconfiscatable yeah that's why that dude used it be a unique beast hello my elite friends how are you if you have questions i have answers type in bitcoin meister or do a super chat please all right because I've got time for questions. Tomorrow, 12.30 in the afternoon, Baltimore time. That's 9.30 a.m. in Los Angeles. This week in Bitcoin, Friday. John Vallis will be on. Federico Tenga will be on from Italy, making his return. And we have a new guest, Brian. Yeah, he's new. He's a, not, not the Brian, the UK Bitcoin master, but another Brian. All right. He's from uh, Bitcoin Magazine. Tomorrow, 12.30 Eastern time. 9.30 a.m. in the morning, Los Angeles. Ah. So Bitcoin pride. You guys got your Bitcoin pride. You guys defiant over compliance. Don't follow the herd. Okay. So let's start with Monero. We're, we're so proud of our Bitcoin. We could talk about a, cle a clever little uh, Monero marketing technique by, by some Monero freak out there. He saw an opportunity with this Twitter hack yesterday to get get some Monero publicity. Somebody sent the hacker a little tip with a message encoded in the extra outputs telling them they should have used Monero. So you could check out the Blockstream link below and the, the link to the Twitter uh, below handle that, that, that put that out there. And you'll see someone sent the the dude, the, the hacker, teeny bits of Bitcoin. And in the outputs, it, it, the, the addresses, the made-up addresses that he sent them to, uh, had a message. It said you should use Monero. Basically, it said you should use Monero, okay? And did the dude send it so that the, the, that the hacker would actually use Monero the next time? Uh, probably not. He probably sent it if he was smart. Because he knew it was it was going to get so much media coverage that someone would talk about this, and plenty of people tweeted about this. So Monero got some free publicity, or some somebody spent a couple dollars. Uh, you can check it out. I, I thought it was very clever, but no. Uh, the bottom line is that the hacker did not use uh, Monero or or anything. He he wanted the real thing, baby. Pound that like button. But hey, you can hey. This was a big boys play, and I thought that was a really creative way uh, of getting the Monero word out there. I, I have no problem with it. <laughs> All right. So I, I do wonder in our little bubble on Twitter that, that uh, well, I'm not, I, I go to all sorts of feeds on Twitter, but crypto Twitter can be its own little world. And the big, the biggest news in all of crypto Twitter clearly yesterday was. Uh, there's big accounts getting hacked, but and everyone was talking about it. Yet no, no one tried to speculate on the price. I mean, the price really did not move at all. So a, a lot of times, they're big stories in in the crypto Twitter sphere, and it does affect the price like immediately. So we think, 
So you, you, you do have to wonder <laughs> what what role does crypto Twitter actually play in uh, overall Bitcoin? I mean, how many people are really paying attention? Now, I will say yesterday's story went way beyond crypto Twitter. Uh, the whole world heard about it. The former president of the United States had his uh, account hacked. The prime minister of Israel, all, all sorts of uh, people out there. So uh, all around the world, uh, people people heard about Bitcoin, and that no one, it, nothing happened. <laughs> no, nothing happened with with the price there. So very very interesting. Hey, that's why you can't worry about the price day to day long term thinking. And the long term thinking on that uh, is that yesterday's situation, while pretty bad for for Twitter was good for Bitcoin. More people will find out about it. And the searches on Google uh, for Bitcoin immediately did go up. I, I linked to a chart below that, that shows that. Now, what do we have here? So there's a secret control panel on Twitter. Well, at, at the Twitter office in San Francisco, I guess, uh, that, that some people have access to, okay? I mean, and if you have access to it, you can... I mean, it shows all sorts of insider information about certain posters, what they're allowed to post, what list, internal list they're on. And people have tried to tweet this out, uh, the picture of it. And Vice has an article about it. But if you try to tweet it out, then Twitter uh, shuts your account down or something like that. So, OK, we, we found out that we found out that information because of this. But it's a, it's a good reminder that uh, with Bitcoin. There's no God switch. They call, call it like a God switch um, over there at, at Twitter where someone could get a hold of Bitcoin and just take control of everybody's accounts, or everybody's addresses. But the, And this is what centralization is all about, that these centralized entities, at the end of the day, they can have uh, such, a, such a switch. And you better believe, people, people, if Twitter, uh, which is – Billion dollar company, publicly traded company. Some dude somehow gets in there, whether they had someone on the inside or they hacked in or as a combination. Uh, if they're able to do that and wreak havoc, get into all sorts of people's accounts like Obama and whoever, that I think it's a little bit easier to socially engineer somebody that's working at some exchange somewhere, isn't it? than that maybe maybe not but if twitter is vulnerable okay then your your exchange is is very very vulnerable this is quite a reminder about that uh so you don't never keep your bitcoin on the exchanges obviously the other thing everybody with their twitter dms well i'll say this if you are a blue check mark person and you you think your twitter dms are private i mean not anymore this person this entity that hacked in there could have gotten everybody's freaking DM and might put them up for, you know, who knows what, uh, to try, try to get more Bitcoin for that. I, I don't know. It's just another, uh, don't, don't think those are private, those DMs, especially if you're even semi-prominent. Someone will get in there one day and, and, and get a hold of them. So check out that, uh, that, that Vice article that is linked to below. Hey, check and subscribe to my backup channel. Uh, today, I uh, brought back a show that someone asked about. Back in 2017, I, I did a show about 
who's who in Bitcoin, who's who in the space, all the people that I paid attention to on Twitter and had on the show. And well, it's kind of when you look back on it, it's changed quite a bit. So that is just it's linked to below uh, my backup channel. And so, so that's the latest video over there. Subscribe to it. You get in, you, you get a new uh, on Saturdays. You get a new Beyond Bitcoin show there every Saturday. And the guys at Coin Firm, remember I had that dude on my show, the one who says he can uh, help track down stolen Bitcoin. Well, he says Coin Firm is monitoring the one hundred nineteen thousand dollars in Bitcoin paid to scams from the Twitter hack of companies and celebrities. Victims paid in. Uh, $1,600 to one address and $117,000 to another. I didn't know there was a second address, okay, but whatever. Uh, the funds were then sent to other addresses with the largest holding $52,000. Okay, so they, they stole. Hey, so CoinFirm, I, I hope I hope someone like CoinFirm can uh, figure out who's, uh, who's behind this and uh, connect it to other instances there's no doubt this person this this entity has experience in in the bitcoin realm experience in the bitcoin social media realm has probably participated in similar activities before and who knows what it might lead to maybe some of the dudes that uh you know watch this video who have lost funds in the past uh will be able to it'll be part of one big uh, horrible uh bitcoin scamming syndicate okay so, uh, yeah, it's $120,000, something like that. We'll get to that number in a second. So Peter Schiff, of course, was going to chime in on this. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because Peter Schiff is a smart person. And so you have, you have to think he knows what he tweeted out here is false, okay, that he knows it's ignorance, okay, and that he's just – there are people out there, and this is where the big boys play. The haters of Bitcoin will see that there was a hack. Remember the word, the big scary word, hack. And that involved, somehow involved Bitcoin. And then will somehow try to twist them together, hack and Bitcoin together. Remember, hack was used and Bitcoin was used. I mean, <laughs> you, you could say a lot of two-word combinations, two words in the same sentences, Okay. And it doesn't mean, well, here he says, it looks like all verified Twitter accounts have been hacked by someone running a Bitcoin scanner. Yes, this is true. For once, not being verified has its advantages. Okay, that's funny. I wonder if this is a harbinger of Bitcoin itself being hacked. <laughs> Better play it safe and just buy gold. So he just says, you know, because someone hacked something, and Bitcoin was involved, that means maybe Bitcoin can be hacked. But people fall for this. People fall. I mean, the media does this with the current event situation, okay? One scary word combined with another scary word. You put it together. Oh, maybe this can happen. Maybe young people will, you know, because young people aren't getting it. So maybe young people will get it. I can't say what it is, but you, you, you know. Anyway, someone replied to Schiff and said, if Bitcoin itself could be hacked, then the hackers wouldn't be asking for Bitcoin. Stolen, diamond, <laughs> stolen diamonds don't mean diamonds or scams. Okay, we all know this. 
But a lot of people don't know this. The 80 percenters of the world can get freaked out by it. Peter Schiff plays a uh, he plays in the mud. He plays in the dirt there because he is a smart man. And I don't know what his exact vendetta is against. I know he's stubborn. He can hate Bitcoin for the rest of his life. Uh, that's cool. But dude, he's really he's stooping low there. He's getting down into the mud when he's got to use like a mainstream media mindless technique there where he, he, uh, one word was said here, one word was said here. Okay, I'll combine them and just uh, make up a complete lie. <laughs> Maybe Bitcoin will be hacked soon because Twitter had hacked. Was hacked. All right. Now, so that's uh, – but we, 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 we deal with it. We deal with it here. Now, we talked about Monero marketing. Back in the day, Dash used to compete with Monero. Like straight up, they used to have wars, their fans. And a lot of you don't remember that because you weren't here in 2016. But it it was a thing. It, it was a thing. I noticed the uh, in, in South Africa, I, I believe it's on April 5th, uh, they're having the, and I've mentioned this book before, the online DeFi conference. And you can be a sponsor. You can be a gold sponsor. Dash. Dash. The cryptocurrency Dash is a gold sponsor of a DeFi conference in South Africa. Now, now good for Sonia for getting Dash to, to throw her some money there. That's that's cool. But uh, interesting. Dash is the mark is still the marketing uh, and I you know marketing in cryptocurrency, let it happen. There you know, uh, so in Bitcoin can't can't do that. There's no uh, there's no Bitcoin home office that uh, goes around and goes to DeFi conferences and says, we want to be your gold sponsor. I just remembered I got to put some turmeric in my food when I prepare it. Glad I remembered that. Pound that like button for turmeric. I'll be talking about that on the Saturday show, actually, beyond Bitcoin. And yeah, so Dash is a gold sponsor. <laughs> That's how they market. That's how they do their thing. Some people interested in DeFi will find out about Dash. Dash has nothing to do with DeFi, though. But they've got some uh, they've got some governance over there that allows them to shift money from the budget to uh, sponsoring events in South Africa. Now, going back to the uh, the Twitter situation yesterday, and I'll, I'll check for the questions in a second, guys. And by the way, there's some dudes that are in motion. I'm going to talk about them very soon. Now. Zach Vol says, uh, you had access to every Twitter account from Coinbase to Kanye, and you only got $120,000. You played yourself. I mean, it does make you wonder. It, it really makes you wonder. What, what is there? Is there going to be a part two to this? Uh, you, you think they could have gotten more? They had access to so many people's. They, they could have said, hey dude, I've got access to your thing. Or they could have pretended to be them, be more creative, not done it all at once. Uh, ask for, for Bitcoin from the, the victims themselves. I, uh, Who knows? Who knows? It, it, it's, it's very strange. It's very strange. They had the technical skill to get, in, to get that God switch over at Twitter. And uh, they got 120,000. Who knows? Maybe it's like a total inside job, just someone that's totally frustrated. I, I not no need to speculate at this point. I, I think uh, I'm just happy that people are finding out about Bitcoin, and it and that the guy. <laughs> these things are not nice things to do, okay? But they're always asking for Bitcoin. It isn't Monero. It isn't Bcash. 
They don't need to. They they know what they they want. All right. So GBTC uh, Grayscale had issued some news yesterday. Breaks its uh, previous quarterly inflow record as institutions invested nine hundred five million dollars in its Bitcoin, Ethereum, and altcoin products. Hey man, institute. You can call them institution. What are hedge funds? They're not exactly individuals. It's a lesson for you individuals out there. The entities are throwing money at, at grayscale and they're buying into the ecosystem. They're not buying the real thing. You buy the real things, dude, before they realize that they really should have bought the real thing. We'll look back on this one day. This I'm sure some people are watching this in 2022 enjoying themselves. Okay. We're going to talk about – so I, I did want to mention that because that got overshadowed, that GBTC news. We've got two guys that are in motion, but let me see if there are any questions. Okay, Roman Q, there isn't enough computer or political power in the universe to reverse the donation transactions. Bitcoin is such a beautiful thing. Pound that like button, dude. Pound that like button, dude. Okay, now I'm going to talk about uh, two dudes in motion. One of them is in the chat right now. Dr. H. Quinzel. Dr. H. Quinzel, I, I link to his channel below. He has a, uh, a crypto art channel. It shows him making art involving cryptocurrency. He reached out to me, and I encourage people who are involved in projects that involve Bitcoin to reach out to me. Be proud. We are Bitcoin proud here. There's no, sh there's no, no harm, and I'm a nice dude. You give me a story. I'm gonna, I do a new show every day. I got I to gotta have stories. And this is insider information. I don't do the generic nonsense that you see everywhere else. I'm doing stuff uh, that you don't hear anywhere else. And that's one of the things. Dr. H. Quinzel, he's do, and I like art. He's doing crypto art. Check out his channel. It's linked to below. Okay? So, yeah. Bitcoin pride, dude. Bitcoin pride. Be pride. In this world, everyone wants to be a victim. There's no pride in accomplishments anymore here on this channel and the backup channel. Accomplishments, dude. Accomplishments. We love it. Yeah, I've been buying Bitcoin since 2013. Yep, I'm proud of it, baby. Pound it. Now, finally, another person in motion is Boomer Bitcoin. Let's call him that. Boomer Bitcoin. That's, uh, that's who he is on Twitter. He tweeted out a video that he made. I've mentioned him before. He has a sats per capita measurement. Sat cap is the equivalent of one per of one person's share of Bitcoin if all the Bitcoin were equally divided amongst the world's population. So he he's, has a video about it. He's got a Twitter feed about it. It's linked to below. Sat cap. If all the world's the equivalent of one person's share of Bitcoin if all the Bitcoin were equally divided among the world's population. Well, that's the thing. It isn't equally divided. This is where people are in motion. If you're in motion, you got you got ahead of it. You, you got it before the whole darn world woke up to it because it's clear the whole darn world, they're into some other things now. Woo! They're not into some productive endeavors. Seems like most people are into just complaining. Compete. Don't complain. Compete like Dr. H. Quinzel and Boomer Bitcoin. They're not complaining. They're out there doing things. You should be too. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel. 
Check out all the links below. Those dudes, check them out right now. And of course, tomorrow, Friday, this week in Bitcoin, 1230 in the afternoon in Baltimore and 930 a.m. in Los Angeles. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. I'll say hi to you in the chat afterwards. Strong hand. Bye-bye.